And we are back. Episode number six of the Wet and Dry podcast. Today, we are talking about the fact of solo kayaking. We've been getting the first recommendations and topics people would like us to talk about in. And that's been a super cool process. So if you got any things you want to hear us talk about, keep them coming. We're trying our best to include them in the podcast. And a topic like solo kayaking obviously is a very big one, is an important one. So I am pleased to talk about this today with you, Brenchitz. Yeah, man, shout out. I think it was Adam Casper, Kaspar, Adam Casper that um, suggested this. So nice one, mate. Keep sending in those suggestions, everyone. But um, yeah, solo kayaking, man. What I mean, what can you say? Like, we both do it a lot. Like, I will say that, like, I never get on the river, whether with a group or not, expecting anyone has to help me out, you know? Like, I always plan to be, like, looking after myself, hitting my lines, making sure that we're smooth and we're not getting into trouble out there. Mm-hmm. with that being said as as we unfortunately know all too well like bad random things can happen in this sport you know equipment failure like a surprise tree somewhere you know just just a bad line you know can be really catastrophic out there on the river and being with a good crew group can definitely help mitigate that mm-hmm. for me it was a big um it was a big process to feel comfortable being solo out on the river, you know, but those first couple of laps, it definitely feels like you're more exposed and more naked out there, you know, like you just feel that. And, uh, you know, everyone I've talked to that does it has also had those feelings. those first couple of times out and then you, you know, you settle into it and then you're, you're, it becomes your new normal, you know, like if, if you're not around, I'm on my own Monday to Friday. And then on the weekend, maybe I'll see someone, but they don't want to paddle the sections I do, you know? So yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, I mean, solo kayaking, obviously going kayaking by yourself, that's something nobody ever advises you to do. Coming up and growing up in Germany, like it was the big no-go to doing kayaking. It's like, do not hit the river alone. You always need people. And that carries a lot of truth, of course. No need to talk about that. But as you just said, for me, um, when you're not around and I'm just by myself, like in Innsbruck, like I feel comfortable hitting rivers myself and I feel fine, but it does give you a spooky feeling at times. And also the, the stoke on the water, I wouldn't say is less, but it definitely changes a lot. Like from sharing high fives and loves and oh, how epic was that with your friends to like just being by yourself and be like, I guess that was fun, but here I am, you know, like it's a very different feeling. And I still prefer kayaking with, with people I know and I trust any day over going kayaking by myself. But over time, it's had been happening more and more and more. And I would go as far and say it's pretty safe for us to do that, especially when you're like realistically looking at it, like high water runs or, or really like committing class five pieces of white water. It's not very often somebody else is just going to paddle next to you and you can like hold on and just swim it out. Like it's probably also like a bigger false sense of security than it really is. So I think there's lots of things to look at. Yeah, totally, mate. But at at the same time, you know, like if you were in trouble on the river, like mm-hmm. I would get to you, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and you would do the same for me, you know, but it's, it's hard when not to sound like a big headed tosser, but like when, when you're not kayaking with people that are on that, on a similar level, you know, and you're sort of babying the group, like, you know, that they can't do the same for you that you can do for them, you know, and um, that you're more likely to have an issue, you know, with people like stepping up. And that's a big part of the sport, you know, like we all got shown down runs, it only feels right to show other people down runs, you know, but a few times I've had people overestimate themselves. And I'm like, fuck, it's just safer for me to go on my own and for you to not do this section of river like it just is, unfortunately. Yeah. 
I remember back in 2016 before you and me met and started hanging out and we met Dan and Caleb and all that. Um, I was in exactly this situation that I was kind of dependent on other people to go kayaking together with me because I would just rock up to these random places where kayaking is a big thing and there's famous rivers, but you wouldn't know the peeps. And the harder the white water got, the more often I found myself in situations where I didn't have to do anything with the situation, but people got themselves into trouble. And all of a sudden, I was part of a rescue situation, even though like that wasn't meant to happen ever. And like no mistakes were necessarily made on my side, but still like things happened on the river. And it's like, wow, this is getting bad. And I guess super luckily, like we all found each other and had this or have this amazing group to go kayaking with. But if that wouldn't have happened, probably I would be a solo kayaker even early on. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think you're always going to find your crew, man. There's so many epic people in this sport, you know. And, you know, those people that are having trouble on the river, they're only a few seasons away from being, like, epic on the river themselves, you know. Like, it, it's all part of it. And I, I try and be sympathetic towards that. But I definitely, like, the thing I tell everyone is, like, I'll kayak with anyone but not on anything, exactly, you know, yeah. and there's a big difference there. And, you know, like if I don't know people and they're asking to come with me on Middle Earth when it's high or Vela Brooker, I'm like, dude, you you really have to like know what you're about to drop into because if I have to put myself at risk to get you out of here, I'm going to be not, not a happy boy, you mm. know, I'm going to be really, really mad. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like thank, thankfully that situation, like those situations were years ago now. I haven't had one happen, but I've also been soloing or just kayaking with my own people and uh i don't know man i think the thing for me with solo kayaking is it's so beautiful you know this connection between yourself and water and that's it you're just out there you know and like you're in your own little world you know you're not seeing anyone it's just you and the river it's it's it is a special dynamic to be in i don't think that it's worth the potential risk or dangers that you can get yourself into being out there on your own but out of necessity I kayak on my own all the time, you know, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think that you can say it's good or bad, just like anything. There's, there's different sides to it. And all you can do is try and be as safe as possible when you're doing it, you know? So like, you know, when I just got back from Cali and I wanted to go do middle earths and you were busy, I was out there on my own and I dropped the car at the bottom and I rode the bike, you know, dropped the boats off at the top, drove down with the car, got the bike out of the car, rode up the river. And then I could scout every single rapid slowly from the side of the road. And I knew where the trees were, what it was doing, all, all of that, you know, whereas I could have just driven to the put on and just got on, you know, mm. and, and jogged the shuttle. But I think there's always like, there's always like proper ways to do things. And then there's like loose, jangly ways to do things. Yeah. And I think the the mental part of the entire kayaking thing is way bigger when you're by yourself. My like first, the first time I went kayaking by myself, again, was out of necessity. Nobody was around. First of January after New Year's in Futalefu. And I was just keen to go kayak. Not many people were around. And this who were those who were around were probably hung over so i just went for a full run and i remember being like really fired up at the put in then i like in the first gorge i kind of got my ass kicked and i was like oh wow i'm by myself like oh wow maybe i'll just polish all the hot stuff downstream and, and and play it safe right and then you have like the the flat bits before these hard sections and you just paddle around you think about your season and you're like it's really this mental thing you reflect you do this do that and that got me insanely fired up and by the time I got to the hard rapids I was literally like sprinting into and I was just feeling so safe and so happy but that only came down to this half an hour of of mental of mental games 
I was playing to the fact that I was by myself. So I think as big as that part always is, I think it's even more important and even bigger when you're out there by yourself. And it's such a powerful tool. Like it's still blowing me away. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I think I think for your confidence, being out there on on your own, knowing that you're you are the one in charge. You know, like you you are the difference between a good line and a bad line. And the only thing that's going to change that is you. Mm-hmm. I think that really helps you with your comfort levels, with your confidence, with your skill level on the river. I think it's a it's a big part of it. Um, but yeah I don't know at the same time like I've definitely been helped out of spots before by my fellow kayakers and I've helped them out you know so yeah I think for me the solo kayaking is is like it's okay to do if you have to do if your friends are busy that day but if you have the choice to go with other people and they're they're cool people then I think you should just go with other people as much as you can yeah that's what I say like any day I'll choose going kayaking with my friends then going kayaking alone but sometimes you don't have to make that choice. Sometimes it's just what it is and you just go kayaking by yourself. So I think like the old school approach, what they teach you if you're like an up and coming kayaker, is, for example, in Germany to like never go kayaking by yourself. It's the worst thing ever. Might be a bit of a black and white situation, you know, and I think there's there's safe, safe ways to doing it. You know, the river you're on, you make sure your equipment is, is adequate, you're informed well, you're trained well, as long as adult, that's all good. I feel like it's it's a it's a risk at least I'm willing to take and I think it's a manageable risk but in the end of the day that all comes down to the individual really yeah 100% it's different for everyone in every situation but I don't think that now these days has to be this big like line in the sand drawn of like this is bad don't do it you know it's yeah. like again as we were saying there's safe ways to do things and there's like reckless ways to do things you know and I I certainly like you know I was talking to you I wanted to try that there's a tree down on the first rapid of middle earths blocking the left channel and I ran it because I knew I could get right of the tree and there would be no issues god I wanted to try and grind the the (laughs) tree you know I really wanted to do it and I didn't do that because I was on my own and I was like that's stupid you know so we were talking about being scientists in the last podcast. <laughs> Maybe I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> Making yeah. good decisions. Making good calls. I mean, I was definitely pinned under a tree before in that Middle Earth piece by myself. And that was not good. And then you just have to like think really quick and fix things really quick. And everything went well. No worries afterwards. All good. But if you think about it, that also could have gone very differently. And especially being by yourself. So that's a it's a tricky one. I think it's important to reflect. It's really important to actually know your skill set and, and know what you can and what you cannot do. And then, yeah, like, do not overestimate yourself. I guess you should never do that. But being by yourself, there's just zero room for random, like, luck. For example, you will get a throwback from somebody's going to grab you. That's just not part of the equation by that point. Yeah, 100%. Mate. Yeah, no one's doing anything to get you up the river <laughs> other than yourself. But again, you know, that's again, like having that solid base in kayaking is where I think it's so important. You know, like I would feel more at ease with someone with like a lot of time spent freestyling and rolling and just getting trashed doing something like that because I know that they're going to probably roll up no matter what mm-hmm. than someone that's like just dedicated to like the river running game you know because maybe they're not spending as much time like upside down getting trashed you know like i I think that like base that we all got because we're so into freestyle is such um an underappreciated like safety device you know like like many 
most of the sections on the earth. So I'm like, there's no hole here that I will swim out of, you mm -hmm. know, like I will cartwheel or surf my way out of this. Like there's no reason for me to come out of my kayak here. Yeah. When you speak of holes, there are a lot of reasons, but yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah, to just totally. But like, sure. but like pound for pound, like skill, um, skill set needed for the river and Makaika. I'm like, I, I will not swim because of what the water is doing here or because of what I'm doing, you know? Like, yes, there's always potential for a tree or a pin or something, but I'm like, I feel like I have the base to, to deal with it. Yeah. I also think actually that this part of, of safety is very often overlooked. When you talk about safety on the water, on the river, quickly you will think about, How, like throwing a throwback, setting up rope systems, carrying climbing gear, whatever it is, you know, to like set safety. But the biggest part of, of, of being safe on the river or having safety in the river is just to not get into trouble, <laughs> right? Like that's such a big part of it. And as you just said, like, for example, if you are someone with like a bit of a freestyle background or you're used to be tumbling into holes and you can surf your way out of a feature and you are able to think quick and fix things quick, um, which is just gonna like save yourself from this unfortunate event of being out of your kayak and then having to do all this safety stuff. Like that's such a huge part. I don't honestly hear too many people talking about it. No, mate. It, I think it I think it needs to be um I think it needs to be appreciated way more. You yeah. know, if like good decisions will stop you from getting into a bad situation a lot. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And uh yeah, but Yeah, I think that's the biggest reason why, like, we haven't had much drama ourselves on trips, you know, like we had my accident. But aside from that, it's very few and far between, you know? Yeah. Not not regularly. I mean, for sure, we end up in bad situations. I was definitely pinned in Kenya under that tree. Oh, yeah, that was rubbish. That was really bad. That was, that was pretty random, though. You know, that was like... Random. Random. It's a bit... Yeah, I mean, looking back at that, it was random. It was also classic situation not the hardest river maybe not 100 focused put in the afternoon go 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 if you take one wrong turn you go into this slot thing and all of a sudden i'm stuck under a tree in a in a, in a drop um but that was basically exactly that dude, like dude, that was that was a really sobering moment though eh? like so so many of our friends have unfortunately passed not when they're pushing themselves to their limits but you know just as you said you know their guard is down that on a river that they're more than capable of and all of a sudden a bad situation happens and like Yeah, that was super stressful times there. Yeah. And, you know, like, like thankfully you were able to basically save yourself, pull yourself out of a kayak. But like the kayak, it took us hours to get it out and it was mangled, like it was properly jammed in there. Yeah, that was bad. But, you know, that's another one where like you essentially saved yourself, you know, like, yes, I think I threw the bag or so. Some, I was, I was some, out. Yeah, like, but like you were swimming down the river and then ah, we bagged you. Yeah. But, you know, but like you got yourself out of a bad situation, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was luckily also like experience on like maybe, I don't know if there's something you can train or people just have or not, but like being able to think quick and clear in like high pressure situations is something I feel lucky that I'm okay at it. I can deal with this kind of stuff. And for me, that's exactly what happened. You know, I like felt myself get pinned in this drop and I like kind of could tell it's a tree I'm, I'm getting pushed under and it's like, okay, there's not many options and there's also most definitely not much time, like what to do. What are the options? How can I mangle myself out here? What's going to happen if I do this, this, and that? And yeah, luckily I was able to free myself and it all worked out, but I'm fully aware this could have gone very different for sure. Um, and But yeah, in the end of the day, it was thinking quick, but I do have to admit it was also a bit of luck. Like this could have gone different for sure. 
Yeah, hundred hundred percent. But you know, like that that thinking quick. You know, like mostly that's just like being exposed to situations where you have to think、mm-hmm. quick with high pressure and being able to suppress your emotions so they're not getting getting in the way and you're just like logically thinking of what you have to do. And that's really hard in those high pressure、um, situations. You know, because your your brain is like a hypochondriac. You know, it will want to panic immediately. So as soon as your head goes under the water, you know, your brain will be like, "We need to breathe. We need to breathe. You know, we need to get out of this situation." And it will just start panicking, and you have to be able to suppress that, calm yourself down, and make these logical decisions. And I think that only comes from time being spent in these situations, you know. And that again, you know, we talk about the base that you should have before you go solo kayaking.、Mm-hmm. That for me only happens over years, you know, like being exposed to these situations. Yeah, I mean, that's I've been doing some river guiding and teaching recently, and that's like my number one thing is like you can. Solve most situations either if it's a thing in your kayak, or else if you kayak, but just being active and and doing something rather than that freezing effect.、Mm-hmm. And as you just said, it's very true. Like, I think it's an experience thing. Yes, it is something you will have to experience at least once to know what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. But I, I think it it also it comes down to a bit of like characteristics. Like I feel like. Most of my friends are like that. Maybe that's what drove them to the extreme part of kayaking. I don't know, but I would say most of us are like that. Like if something goes wrong, emotions are just out of the window, and it's just like like machine style. Like, okay, what what's going on here? How do we fix this? What are the necessary steps we need to do? We need to do what needs to be rushed and what needs not to be rushed in order to get this right the first try. I feel like we are all on like a. Very similar idea with that one, yeah, totally. But I, I think that comes with time on the river and being exposed to these situations, you know. And it's like,、um, I think、uh, Jeb Corliss, whatever his name is, that famous base jumper dude. He had one of the few things that I've really agreed with. He was saying that like that there were a lot of accidents in base jumping, and he thinks that was from people like pushing too hard too early and not like getting all the experience you have when you're in a sport for ten years, you know, and like understanding the consequences. And you know, like Clay Wright, I think says it is like you're not a class five kayaker until you've lost a friend, you know. And like when you've when you've lost a friend to the river, then you understand the consequences and how real it is. And、uh, while I don't a hundred percent agree with that, I think it's a very valid point that like so often we just take the river as this like amazing playground that brings us so much joy. But it can equally be this like nightmare situation, you know. You've got this power, this powerful element that's way more powerful than you are. You've only got a certain amount of breath in your lungs, and it's it's a dangerous situation to be in for sure. So, for me, with the solo kayaking, I think people just have to make the best decisions on the river they're putting on, on their experience, the water level, all of that. But I don't think we can have this like big, like. Line drawn in the sand. Yeah, you know, it's, it's different every single time. It's not black and white by any means, and it it comes down to the individual, really. And I mean, I mean, look at our like decision making process. How that has changed from the last, let's say, ten years, which I think experience is a huge part to it. Of course, your brand develops, yada yada. But I feel like we were making pretty good decisions right now. At least you know you're like. Spotlighting more sides to to a thing to then come to your decision and solo kayaking is just one of these, hundred percent. That's why I was talking about like suppressing your emotions and making good decisions. You know, because like when I was younger, I was definitely like more emotionally charged. You know, and it didn't necessarily. You know, I went through this period very quickly with them shits of just like being in over my head trying to keep up with this crew and these legendary kayakers, and I was just like. 
yeah, of course I'm going, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm with them shits. That's what we do. Kayak off these huge waterfalls, you know, and I was not ready, you mm-hmm. know, and it, it only took getting humbled once or twice before I started <laughs> making better decisions. Um, so I think that's all part of it, man. But yeah, I think solo kayaking is this beautiful part of the sport. And I think it is really special to be out on the river on your own, but it, it definitely has to be considered before you go and do it. Yeah. But I mean, let's not forget we're thinking class five solo kayaking. There's many safe safe ways to do this. I mean, if you're like an advanced kayaker and you're happy on class three, class four, there's nothing against going kayaking on an easy run around the corner just by yourself and enjoying it, taking it to the fullest. But again, that's what we always talk about, you know, like it, like a lot of the accidents are on like easier sections of river. That person is more than capable, you know, they're just out for a chilled afternoon, you know, their guard is down and then something horrendous happens, you know, like it's... I think it's honestly hard, man. I think if you were to look at the statistics, mm-hmm. I think it's safer to kayak class five on, on your own. Yeah, these statistics are all quirky. They have yeah, random super hard. In there. I, yeah. I don't know if there are any statistics. It would be nice if there, there were. Are. There, there are, are statistics Where? out there. The German Canoe Federation. Of course. Wraps you it up. you lot love a statistic. In, love it. But they're taking, for example, all the people who are renting canoes as well. So they're okay. in there. Yeah, forget so, that. It's really hard to say. There's not like numbers to rely on, at least for the European area. I'm not sure what the US is doing. They do a pretty good job of wrapping up accidents and keeping track. There's um, There's that website. That's run by Bill. I'm super sorry. I can't remember his name right now. But yeah, there's like an American like river accident database. Yeah. Um, Which is, you know, good, I think, to collect the data and try and draw draw from it. But, you know, like either way, whether you're on the river or not, you just have to make good decisions, be on your game and uh, be ready to move quick and make something happen if, if something needs to happen. Exactly. Well, with that, I hope you go kayaking. If it's alone, whether it's alone, whether it's with your crew or friends, doesn't really matter as we just came to a conclusion. <laughs> no, 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 we have more points. But so my points of this is like when you got stuck under the tree, uh-huh. Right. And then when I got stuck under that tree in North, in South Wales, uh-huh. I got out just because I was strong enough to get out. And I feel like you got out because you were strong enough to get out. Yes. So, so if you're solo kayaking <laughs> and you don't have anyone to pull you out with earth strength, maybe you need to go to the gym, you know, because you never know when it's going to help when a fat tricep is just going to push you out of your kayak. Save yourself. Yeah. More but. gains is what I'm saying. The, the way to solo kayak safely is more gains, more mm. strength. <laughs> um, did do? Did you have that less than free? There should never be. Is that a thing in German? Not that I know of. Dude, that's a big. That's a big thing in the UK. It's like less than free kayakers. There should never be. When I was growing up, that oh, was really? like one of the things that got repeated to me. Mm. It was hilarious, dude. Like. Like I see, I see there's like logic and thoughts there, you know, and like, yeah, one extra person is so nice so often, but like two people is more than fine, you know, like, you know, like I, I mean, me and Dane on Broil felt super safe, you yeah. know, like it's, I think two people is fine. I don't know if that saying is still a saying. People. Two capable people. <laughs> yeah, you, we want that. Um, yeah, I mean, in the end of the day, it's so much nicer to share the stock with your friends. There's, for me, there's no doubt. It's a very easy decision to make. But yeah, as you, as we always say, if there's a reason, if there's a decision to be made, if you want to go kayaking or if you, you're not going to go kayaking, obviously we're going to go kayaking, whether that means you're going to be by yourself, you're going to be with friends, whatever that is. Um, so it's part of it. And I'm honestly, I'm grateful for solo kayaking. It, it does, it's just another side of, of the sport, really. Like it, it teaches me stuff. It's making me enjoy the river. So I'm grateful for it for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, more than anything, you just get so many more days, yeah. you know? Like, if if I had to wait for people to go kayaking, I wouldn't kayak for, like, three or four days a week, you know? Like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not going to work, Easy you know? decision there. Like, I can barely make it two or three days without kayaking, let alone four. Be, like, <laughs> tweaking. Yeah. Do you know that word, tweaking? I do. I, I do. I only know that after being in America, tweaker. <laughs> Tweakers. And I can't really describe it very well, just like you'll see these these poor people just tweaking. I don't think that's because I haven't been kayaking in four days' time, but... You never know, man. You never know. Maybe I'll stop and ask. <laughs> Dude, where's your gear? Right to the river, you look like you need a couple of rapids. <laughs> well, awesome, Bren. Thank you for your time. Um, to the listeners we do enjoy getting all these recommendations that's always super cool to hear and see what you guys want to hear us talk about so keep them coming we're going to try to integrate them into this podcast dropping every Thursday we're looking forward to hear and see you guys soon for the next one and with that thank you very much go kayaking <laughs>